Welcome to a Badass Study Podcast, a podcast where you can study while doing whatever. I'm your host, Hannah Dollinger. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of a Badass Study Podcast. I am so sorry for being completely gone, uh, both of the episodes and social media. I am back. Um, Life has been crazy, but I am currently sitting on the balcony of my friend's condo in the middle of downtown Atlanta, and my views are amazing, so I'm very happy to be here with this episode today. And not to mention, um, I just ordered a pizza, so let's first work, then pizza. Um, yeah, all right, so today we're going to be talking about task list D, task list item D15, identify punishers, D16, use positive and negative punishment, and D17, use appropriate parameters and schedules of punishment. So let's get into it. Before we talk about punishment, let's talk about, well, I guess it's not before we talk about punishment, because I want to talk about what punishment is. Cooper states that punishment is a response consequence contingency that suppresses the future frequency of similar responses, and you know that it has occurred only when a response is followed immediately by a stimulus change that decreases, and only when decreases the future frequency of similar responses. Sorry, I put my only when in the wrong spot. (laughs) So let me repeat. Cooper states that punishment is a response consequence contingency that suppresses the future frequency of similar responses, and you know it has occurred when a response is followed immediately by a stimulus change that decreases the future frequency of similar responses. Punishment occurs when and only when a behavior is decreased. You may think that you're punishing something, but you're only punishing something if the behavior is decreasing. All right, let's start with task list item D15, which states to identify punishers. Punishers are the stimulus change that causes punishment to occur. Honestly, I don't think there's much to know for this task list item. Again, a punisher is any stimulus change that occurs that decreases the future likelihood of a behavior occurring in the future. And you know if a stimulus is a punisher if the behavior decreases, which you know by visually analyzing the data that you have collected. So a punisher is just a stimulus change that causes punishment to occur and therefore decrease the behaviors. All right, task list item D16, use positive and negative punishment. I don't want to overcomplicate this, so let me just keep it simple. Remember, positive means a stimulus is added. Negative means that a stimulus has been removed. Therefore, if it is positive punishment, then a stimulus has been applied that has decreased the future occurrence of the behavior. If it is negative punishment, then a stimulus has been removed that has decreased the future occurrence of the behavior. In both positive and negative punishment, the future frequency of the behavior is decreased. With positive, the stimulus is added. With negative, the stimulus is removed. Now let's talk about some examples of positive, I can't talk you guys, 
positive punishment. Okay, so for positive, Jesus Christ, for positive punishment, I smack my dog for peeing inside and I see a decrease in the frequency of him peeing inside, which I do not smack my dog for peeing inside, no ma'am. Um, okay, or maybe I see my fiance yelling at the dog and we sit down and have a conversation about how that's not something that I like him doing and he doesn't ever yell at my dog again. So in both examples, I'm adding a stimulus, I'm smacking my dog, or I'm having a conversation with my fiance, and in both instances, the behavior has decreased. For negative punishment, the most common example is a timeout. So Miss Smith sees Jimmy hitting Sally, so she runs over and puts him in a timeout, and she never sees Jimmy hit a student again. Gosh, Jimmy, quit hitting Sally. Great, task list item D17, use appropriate parameters and schedules of punishment. What does this mean? Just like we have schedules of reinforcement, we should also be using schedules of punishment. The second edition of the Cooper text gives some guidelines for how to use punishment effectively, and some of these guidelines include when to deliver punishment and how frequently, aka it covers this task list item of using appropriate parameters and schedules of reinforcement. The first relevant guideline is to deliver the punisher at the beginning of the behavior chain. So if you have a kid who like jumps off the desk and like karate chops all across the room and like kicks ass while he's like karate chopping across the room, but he starts that behavior chain by like hitting his desk like five times in a row. So he hits his desk five times in a row, he jumps on the table, then he jumps off the table and he karate chops across the room. We are not going to wait until he karate chops across the room to punish the behavior. As soon as he's engaging in that precursor behavior of hitting the desk five times in a row, we are going to punish that immediately so that we can go ahead and avoid the whole behavior change. We don't want to get our butts kicked, plus we don't want to accidentally reinforce that behavior, so we just want to cut it off as soon as he has that precursor behavior. Okay, the second guideline is to punish each occurrence of the behavior at first and then move to an intermittent schedule. So let's review what we do with reinforcement. When we're trying to establish a new behavior, we want to reinforce every single occurrence of the behavior in order to build that behavior up. In other words, it's on a fixed ratio one schedule of reinforcement. Then, once the behavior is reliably occurring every time, we want to switch to intermittent reinforcement or variable ratio schedule of reinforcement. The same concept applies to punishment. When we first start punishing a behavior, we are going to punish it every single time so the punishment is consistent and effective. You only switch it to an intermittent or variable schedule of punishment when the levels of the behavior are acceptable or clinically acceptable. It's time for the pop quiz. Here are the rules. I will ask you a question and then I will give you 10 seconds to think about it. If you need more time to think about it, then just pause the episode. After the 10 seconds are up, I will give you the answer and then you can see if you got it right. Alrighty, pop quiz time. Question one. 
what is the difference between positive and negative punishment? 10 seconds on the clock. So you can hear the background of Atlanta traffic. Okay, positive is adding a stimulus, negative is removing a stimulus. So positive punishment, adding a stimulus that decreases the behavior, negative punishment, removing a stimulus that decreases the behavior. Next question. Let's say I'm watching Real Housewives and someone says to me, why do you watch that trash? Nobody ever watches that. It's not cool to watch that. So I stop watching it. What is this an example of? 10 seconds on the clock. Okay, I think that was 10 seconds. That is an example of positive punishment because I am applying, or not I am, someone said to me, why do you watch that? No one watches that, you're not cool. That's an example of a stimulus that's being added and my behavior decreased because I stopped watching it and I was so sad. <laughs> okay, last question. I'm trying to decrease my client's problem behavior of yelling. The function of this behavior is attention. When my client yells, I turn around and write my notes for the day. What is this an example of? 10 seconds on the clock. That was a trick question. That's actually extinction and it's not punishment. I remember, well actually, I don't know if we've talked about extinction. We're gonna talk about it next episode. But extinction is just no longer providing reinforcement for a particular behavior. So if my client wants attention when he yells, then I'm going to not give him the attention in order to decrease that behavior. If I stop providing reinforcement, bada bing, bada boom, the idea is that the behavior decreases. All right, my friends, let's wrap this up. So I wanted to talk about what I focused on the exam or what I focused on for the exam regarding punishment. I focused on the difference between positive and negative punishment and how punishment itself differs from extinction. Remember, punishment is the decrease in a behavior that is caused by a stimulus change that is added or removed, and extinction is a decrease in behaviors caused by the removal of reinforcement. I also focused on some of the unwanted side effects of punishment, which includes increased, increased aggression or an increase in problem behaviors. Uh, it also includes an increase in escape or avoidance behaviors. And there's also the potential for behavioral contrast, which remember, behavioral contrast is when a behavior decreases or increases in one situation and then in the, that the opposite happens. So if it's increasing in one, in one setting, then it's probably decreasing at home. And I'll post a good resource for more detailed information on the Instagram from uh, the website is iloveaba.com. I also focused on the different forms of punishment, which includes reprimands, response blocking, and overcorrection. And I didn't focus on these during this episode because they're not explicitly stated in the task list. But there's a great visual on Study Notes ABA's Instagram account, and I'll post that as well to the story when this episode drops. I also focused on the schedules of reinforcement that can also be used for punishment because they're the same and the best way to implement an appropriate schedule of punishment. Remember, fixed ratio one when you begin and then thin that out to a more intermittent or variable ratio schedule 
but only do that once the behaviors have decreased to a socially significant or clinically significant level. If you want more information on punishment, the second edition of the Cooper text has it on pages 325 through 372. If you want to contact me, you can email me at abastudypodcast at gmail.com, which I have not checked uh, for basically the entire month of August, and I'm sorry. You can also follow at ABA Study Podcast on Instagram for good resources, questions of the day that I have not been posting, but I do have them highlighted in the story so you can go through previous questions of the day. You can look at uh, cheat sheets on the Instagram, all that good stuff. Next episode, which I promise you guys I'm trying to get back into doing new episodes because I know that this task list is on a time limit. Next episode will be on D18, which states to use extinction, which we talked about today, and D19, which states to use combinations of reinforcement with punishment and extinction. Until next time, get studying. You guys are the best. And kisses to all. Or not. That's kind of weird. Anyways, quit listening to me. Go study.